0: Hi, short bus debate club. It's a bus rolling I can get on board <laughs> Hello, I'm Darren Jolly <laughs> It's time to get this short bus started So let's roll and on with the show Hurry up, get on the fucking bus. We're running late a whole day late <laughs> All right, this is Brian Courtney with short bus debate club Darren Jolly is across the table from me I'm on the bus he is on the bus. And this little journey, we are going to talk about cryptocurrency. Uh, some of you may have invested in it. Some of you may spend it. Some of you may just not know a fucking thing about it. Um, it's complicated shit, dude. It is complicated, and it is fairly important, especially because of why it kind of started in the first place. Um, so we're going to get into all of that in the next 45 or so. Anything you want to say before we start talking crypto?
1: Nothing. Just like, dude, as soon as I started going down this rabbit hole, I think I'm going to go down this rabbit hole for a long fucking time. I've been obsessed about this quote from that Giannis Varoufakis always quotes from Marx. That is that money is the alienated capacity of humanity, Right. So, cryptocurrency. I mean, is it money? Is it not money? How does it relate to money? Fucking blockchain. What the fuck is a fucking blockchain? You know? Well, don't. I'm just.
0: I'm I, just no, 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 no. I just, I just want to make sure because I don't want to confuse our four fucking listeners if they don't know what crypto is. This so is, this is this is
1: foreshadowing right now. Okay. That's all that it is. Okay,
0: so, that's fair. And okay. then, so which we what
1: you're gonna you're gonna deal with the the substance of the foreshadowing.
0: We're also gonna talk about blockchain to some degree, but blockchain isn't as important as the finance part of the crypto. We might have to debate that point a little bit. Maybe. And this is the short bus debate club, so that's an acceptable thing. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so which means also. <laughs>
1: That that debate is not going to take you anywhere except for on the bus. <laughs> You'll be on the bus with us. but It's, it's kind of like uh, the Talking Heads, you know. We're on a road to nowhere. Okay.
0: No, that was good. You know, you sing a, a lot more than I do on this show.
1: Uh, anything? If 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 a tenth is more than zero, then I do it a lot. More what than do you? I
0: sing "Screaming for Vengeance." During the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame show.
1: Judas Priest song, right?
0: Yeah. Oh, and by the way, um, I did find a Busta Rhymes song on...
1: I'm so sorry, Busta.
0: Neptunes. uh, You know the Neptunes? No. It's that, and I I know I always mispronounce his name, but it's the... I think it's Snoop Dogg's nephew, Pharrell, Pharrell.
1: Wait, did you just say that his nephew's name is For Real or Feral?
0: Well, Jay-Z calls him For Real in one of his songs, and I know that that's not the pronunciation. <laughs> but his, his is name line? is spelled P-H-A-R-R-E-L-L or 1-R and 2-Ls. Yeah, he's a like a feral dog. Yeah, right. Feral cats. <laughs> but that would be more F-E-R-A-L um, and, um, and that would have been that, A fucked up spelling of a name Who
1: knows that when they do these spellings That they use the most You know, They go right to the dictionary And they go straight to the dictionary Of spelling of anything that's <laughs> <laughs> Sorry dude <laughs> Get your shit together <laughs> Otherwise Pharaoh
0: <laughs> might us. After after us. <laughs> maybe it's for real. <clears throat> oh,
1: That's the only one when he joins the aristocracy. He's gotta get a little yeah. bit more aristocratic.
0: For right? real. Okay. Anyway, um he had this band group called Neptunes. And they did an album called The Clones, and Busta was on there.
1: Who was not Julio?
0: Right. Um Anyway, I'm sorry,
1: Coolio. I'm sorry, Busta. I'm
0: sorry. Let's let's jump backwards a little bit. And get back <laughs> back to crypto. Um, so crypto. I think Bitcoin was first introduced in 2009.
1: What's the Japanese guy's name? The the, the fake Japanese guy.
0: I I don't know. Okay, go on.
1: Remember but I
0: that. I think it was 2009. It might have been 2008. Um, But it didn't get real big until, I don't know, probably 2013, 2014. Um, but cryptocurrency was invented as a way to do a couple of different things. So I think that the original inventor of Bitcoin, even though he Remains anonymous for the most part. I think he had a good idea. And that was to kind of take away the power of these huge banks and countries. Satoshi um,
1: Nakamoto was the dude, the, the, the pseudonym.
0: The IMF. You know. The,
1: Any centralized banking system. These
0: yeah. These large groups, he wanted to kind of give power back to the people. And and obviously, I think he probably wanted to make some money, too. Um, but then there was another point, and that was where they wanted to make money more secure. And what I mean by that is stop theft, uh, stop money laundering, stop...
1: So is that tied to the ledger concept?
0: That's where blockchain came in. That's the main reason that they started using blockchain. Mm -hmm. As far as I know. Um, Because when I first started research in cryptocurrency back in 2015, and then I've taken some blockchain classes since, it is my understanding that that is why the, the blockchain sort of idea came around was for increased security against those other things like fraud and laundering, theft, etc. And that way, when you get your cryptocurrency, you can see who the owner was prior to you and prior to them. And prior to so, them. Yeah,
1: the, whole, the whole history yeah, of it. But all you're really seeing essentially is it's not like a wallet's necessarily like identifiable as a specific individual. I mean, you can track the movements through the owner, but the owner can. Well, I'm, that's too much of a technical question. Just keep going with the the
0: nuts and bolts for a while. So, initially, I thought that this was a great idea, and and I'm I'm still not against the idea. The problem in my mind with regard to cryptocurrency, is mainly just one. And that is that really today, it is nothing more than an investment. And the reason that I say that is because, you know, uh, cities like San Jose... And, and New York City, um, maybe some other ones. I know that there are two or three uh, crypto ATMs here in, in Denver, but not very many. So if you actually want to spend the money that you have, you don't have very many choices with regard to it. So even though our dollars right now, U.S. dollars, are still for the most part just ones and zeros somewhere out floating in the ether you can still go to an atm pretty much fucking anywhere or you can get cash back at the grocery store or wherever when you're dealing with cryptocurrency it's not that easy to spend which is why i called it mostly an investment now
1: so you it's, an, it's like an asset of some sort.
0: Yes, as long as <laughs> it remains stable, and it's been climbing. You know, depending on which one you're talking well, not,
1: about. Not, I mean, lately it's been tanking. <laughs> I mean, tanking, tanking.
0: A lot of that might have had to do with the fraud guy that I think you're going to mention, but yeah. Um,
1: but there's a lot. There's a lot going on in relation. Yeah.
0: So. Again, I, I think it's mainly an investment, but you can spend cryptocurrency on Amazon. You can spend it at Home Depot. Um, if you've got a lot of it, you can spend it at Patek Philippe. Um,
1: you can go get yourself a,
0: uh, a nice
1: Rolex. If you got, if you got a couple of Bitcoin, you can
0: convert that into a Rolex right or a a Patek Philippe which I'm pretty sure is more expensive than Rolex but either way Rolex also accepts it yeah um there are a few auto dealers or auto manufacturers I should say that will accept bitcoin and and they didn't name them specifically and I didn't bother looking because well frankly I don't have any bitcoin and I can't afford a car right now, so. Um, Six
1: one half a dozen the other. <laughs> <laughs> Um.
0: Now, you want me to shut up so you can talk?
1: No, no. Well, I mean, ultimately, all you're saying is. So whether you like so gold standard, right? U.S. off gold standard, floating currency, right? huge portion of libertarian dispositions that don't like centralized financial spaces, hyper critical of fiat money, right? Saying this money is not tethered to anything, right? So having said that though, when you have a giant military and the rest of the world, particularly as it relates to uh, things like petroleum, buy and sell their... Uh, oil and use the reserve position through your currency we can say that it doesn't exist but since the global, global economy functions through your currency you know the ontological expression of money gets incredibly complicated but since everybody uses it the belief that it means something stays pretty strong at that point in time and other currencies that function in relation to that whether it be the yen the yuan the pound the the euro now, you know, obviously, um, they maintain some measure of stability in relation to it. So, obviously, one of the things, like you're saying about cryptocurrency, is that it doesn't have any real value that's tied to anything except for the perception of value as it relates to the people who are investing in it, putting money into it, or pulling money out of it.
0: It's exactly like the stock market. In I mean, it, if except you. for
1: that the stock market actually ties to. A production process or to a service or uh like uh, hard goods you know like uh whatever
0: yeah crypto
1: at this point in time like th- that's why so
0: well crypto though if you think about it is the product and, and i'm not trying to argue you're, with you're, you you're 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 right
1: so that so that's why where I where i was going to go from there though was that <laughs> One of the interesting things about the division between Bitcoin, which is identifying itself primarily as a as an alternative currency of some sort, right? And something like Ethereum, which is trying to construct actual, like, they're, 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 what do they call them? Contracts, what do you call them? Uh, what is it? Uh,
0: Buy, sell it, contracts?
1: Well, um, but smart contracts, right? So they're, they're, they're trying to create a space for smart, smart contracts into actual things. In this realm where it's not just a currency, right? Where there's other value added pieces to the Ethereum in the first place. And this, this, this is when I mean, it just gets so fucking messy when you get into those spaces. But Bitcoin is very different from Ethereum because of that, because Ethereum is trying to do something. Bitcoin is just trying to be a value.
0: Well, and they're all, or at least they say, that they're all trying to do these new innovative things to make mm-hmm. their coin worth more mm-hmm. or be valued greater or whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Um. So here's, here's the comparison that I would make, mm-hmm. okay? A diamond isn't worth shit unless somebody's willing to pay for it. So all the fucking diamonds on earth are gone and you've got one little... One carat diamond, it's going to be worth millions because there's some fucking dildo yuppie somewhere probably right across the street okay. <laughs> that says, I'll give you a hundred million dollars for it.
1: And then you have a bidding, you have bidding war for because, yeah, the rarity of the, the item,
0: right? So now, if there were a finite number of any cryptocurrency out there then I would say its value is going to be stable.
1: There is a finite number though. There.
0: No, there's not because that's what the fucking crypto miners are doing.
1: But there's a there's a there's a hard ceiling on the number of Bitcoin that's going to be available as soon as the mining is done. The number is 21 million. It's a hard ceiling. I was actually just looking at it right now. Bitcoin. With
0: which one for Bitcoin or for, Bitcoin. for all cryptocurrencies? For,
1: bit, for Bitcoin. Okay. But Bitcoin is something that strives to be a currency. Ethereum does not strive to be a currency.
0: Right, but I'm talking about all of the cryptocurrencies in general because
1: that's so. But part of the interesting thing about like Bitcoin understands the argument that you're making, which is why they created that that hard ceiling in the first place. I was listening to what's the dude's name? Vitalik, uh the the Ethereum guy. I can't say his last name. I'm a fucking idiot. Here, uh, Vitalik Buterin, he's one of the main two guys that that, that started the, the the guy who who has a an IQ just a shade under 260, right? So so they say, whatever the fuck that means, right? Whatever, smart guy, interesting guy, definitely worth listening to. Um, I listened to a good version of a. Uh,
0: Did you know he can slice cheese with his laser eyes? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't think he, I don't think that he would do that. I think that he. I, actually, I think if you said that he. It's laugh, especially if you said it right after the two the two sixty thing. Yeah. But uh, um, now you made me fucking
0: forget what it was, I was going to say.
1: We just, were talking about just what, a what, shade
0: what? under two sixty. Yeah, that,
1: not the number, but what were we talking about right before oh, the the value? So yeah. He, he, so they, they he he was talking to the blockchain socialist guy, who's a he, he he's he's a lefty who gets irritated at lefties because they refuse to engage in blockchain technology. And he spends a lot of time trying to say there's some potentials here that you need to look at potentials and capabilities, of organizing potentials in uh, having different concepts of uh, how value is expressed and how you can create communities of value. Um, really, really an interesting guy, a sharp guy. I actually found him through, uh, Glenn Greenwald. He had him on his podcast, but, uh, um, he's got his own podcast uh, called the blockchain socialist, uh, but he has Vitalik on there. And, uh, Metallic brings up and because they're talking about the hard ceiling, the 21 million hard ceiling with with regards to um, Bitcoin, and uh, uh, the blockchain socialist says sort of in passing, uh, do you think that that's really going to be a hard ceiling? And he said we're actually constructing futures bets in relation to in 25 years from now whether or not, or 10 years from now whether or not uh, there will be 10 percent more, whether or not there be 20 percent more, because currency markets tend to. We they, in in spaces in times of crisis, they, they tend to construct. You know, they expand the currency, like almost always.
0: Right, so. and, and that's fine. But what I'm saying is that currently, while there is a a huge value attached, to all of these coins, not all, not of, them. all of them, but it, it, a lot of them, it,
1: it, uh, Ethereum and um, Bitcoin specifically have have the biggest values. So number one and number two, respectively.
0: We've got these values attached to these things that. Are again ones and zeros. Yeah. Yes. NFTs. What the fuck
1: is an NFT? So non-fungible token. What the fuck?
0: You've got these, these things. It, it's not a product. It's not a service. Um, it's not even a fucking bond from the government, you know? So
1: that was what I was kind of alluding to before. There's nothing backing it. Period. Right.
0: They're so at this point, no matter what they do, they kinda have to sell it as a product. Because again, and with within I mean, unless you consider Bitcoin Beach down in fucking El Salvador.
1: they've talked a lot about about El Salvador on this. It it, it <laughs> is
0: it is not used on a daily basis by the majority of the population.
1: And trying to construct it as a reserve currency is is an incredibly dangerous thing which El Salvador, you know, I somebody I'm sure somebody's done a case study into it, but they really fucked up. You 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 can use it as like you said an asset where you keep it at the edge of something because of the volatility of it. You don't want it to be at the center. Whatever lies at the center. When 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 the uh, yuan kept their currency artificially deflated, so they keep production costs low because labor costs stay low. They did they did that not by using their currency. They did it by putting the dollar at the center of what it was that was happening in those spaces.
0: Well, and if let's say something like the Bitcoin guys get bored. Or they want to go buy another tech company. And Ethereum says, we'll give you $2.5 billion for your company. Bitcoin guys say, fuck it. Sounds good to me. Let's go. Sell Bitcoin to Ethereum. Now Bitcoin is Ethereum. Ethereum says Bitcoin no longer exists anymore. And, and, and I know this is just nothing but no. hypothetical shit, so you four people don't get all offended and call me. This is not going to happen. Well, it, it could, could. Happen, but it's tech not. companies buy them buy each other a lot.
1: Now you're talking about Bitcoin companies
0: buying
1: uh, or coin companies.
0: I'm talking about tech companies.
1: Okay, keep, keep going, motherfucker. Get to where you're going.
0: Anyway, I'm um, here. Ethereum. <laughs> Ethereum buys Bitcoin. Bitcoin no longer exists. El Salvador's entire fucking economic structure crashes. And I'm not talking about crashing and taking them back to fucking 20, where they were when they started at Bitcoin Beach. I'm talking about crashing and taking them clear back to where Now they got fucking bones in their nose and they're fucking starting fires with sticks. (laughs) This this
1: Afghani and this Pakistani are sitting on the fucking border in the mountain and they got their fucking one TV that they're fucking sharing, looking at it in their fucking stone hot house with the fucking llama outside. And they're like, holy shit, man. Look at what happened to El Salvador.
0: (laughs) I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just completely takes a shit or... For some reason, another rumor has started and all the fucking stupid Twitter baiters just propagate this rumor and it spins out of control and Bitcoin crashes into nothing. So nobody even has to buy them. Now, everyone's Bitcoin, regardless of whether you're in El Salvador or not, Nothing.
1: Well That's why I mean. So I mean, this is a good point for me that, like, at least in passing, bring up that 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 situation. So I mean, every time I read this fucking guy's name, I think of like when fucking Chris Moneymaker won the fucking World Series. Like, how ironic! What a but,
0: fucking tool. But how dude. ironic!
1: So you you have you have Chris Moneymaker win in two thousand three, and fucking poker just goes fucking buck wild. And then you have Jamie Gold went into – so it was the gold standard, right, in that moment, right? And then everything went to fucking shit. But this guy, uh, his name was uh, – I will not say it the way that the people say it on uh, CNN or MSNBC. I will not abbreviate his name because they literally, like, say it – that his name is Sam Bankman-Fried, right? I mean, uh, a guy who ends up being a fucking – a Ponzi scheme fucking crypto nightmare, has a middle name, Bankman free His name is Bankman Freed. I mean, give me a fucking break,
0: dude. Is it hyphenated? They, well, is he a no, lesbian?
1: No. He, well, only in his spare time, you know. So, <laughs> But either way, so <laughs> they created, him and his buddy created this company called FTX. Uh, they they had a coin that was fucking tied to it. I won't go through the specifics of You can find this shit anywhere. It's all over the fucking place. I now. remember FTX. But it was valued, the company was valued for like five minutes at $32 billion dollars. Uh, they had a, they had another uh, uh, exchange tied to it called uh, what was the name of that other company? Whatever they they were they were the coins that they had created and were getting all these fucking investments from all these fucking people like uh, Larry David was advertising for them, um, some other dumb motherfucker, and they're all getting sued now for it too on top of it because they literally fucking were pumping all this fucking money into.
0: I bet uh, you Larry David's thrilled about that. Yeah,
1: yeah. So I mean, he'll
0: probably do a whole Curb Your Enthusiasm show about it.
1: Well, he's going to have to because it's going to cost him a lot of money to pay back this fucking shit that he's getting fucking Astrum for. But in like a seventy-two hour period, the company goes from you know because they they realized that he had, he had cross-pollinated that he had an investment side over here where the money that they had investing for the for their coin was being diverted over to this so they could borrow against it which when you're doing that on your books is there's a
0: word for it's, that a five
1: letter word it's a fraud yeah that's call yeah, that so, it's
0: it's not considered a good thing
1: <laughs> so either way they get it was a total made-off thing uh, he literally goes from being worth by himself uh, they said 16 billion to nothing literally in a 24 hour time period but this is one of those moments where you have this space where there's a massive amount of investment in it. Uh, it's all being run through the Bahamas, but nobody's fucking backing it. So in that moment, uh, BlockFi had agreed to uh, buy up some of the debt that was going on in. Uh, uh, but they didn't know that the debt that that whole books cooked books thing hadn't come out yet. So, but they had they had agreed to buy up some of the FTX uh, issues, and uh, so like within a week and a half, uh, FTX filed bankruptcy. BlockFi fellow uh Sagar on fucking uh, breaking points, He uh, that he was making fun of himself, right? Because, I mean, he, like, if you fuck up, you fuck up. And he had been having, and no matter what, he he, he gets some value out of it anyway because he was fucking around with crypto. It's like when I was doing the poker stuff. You learn all kinds of stuff when you're doing it all day long and looking at it. But he had about 7, almost 6,600, I think it was, tied up in an account. Um, they had told him, and this was on BlockFi, that you get like, 9.6% on your return, which is... Hilarious. There's no such thing as a 9.6% return on an investment, you know. And of course, uh, when that that dried up over there and that dried up over there, his $6,000, so, you know, just under $7,000, very quickly disappeared. So, I mean, the point that you're making, you know, like people can bitch about fiat money all they want, but as long as you have under X amount of dollars in a, in a U.S. bank account after 1929, as soon as they created those banking positions. You're not gonna lose that money. FDIC, you know? yeah, hundred thousand yeah. per account. I, I have stupid people come into the post office all the time. Sorry, stupid people. But you come in and you you say, I want to insure this check. I gotta send this twenty-eight thousand dollar check to pay off my house. You know, I said you don't need to, insure. but I want to insure the check. I, I, you don't need to insure the check. I want, but I want to insure. I said the fucking check is insured already. Do you know what FDIC is? I said I'd love to just take all that extra money from you to insure a fucking twenty-eight thousand dollar item but because i'm an honest person i'm not gonna do that and sometimes like one person still made me insure it and i was like okay dipshit if you're gonna throw away a hundred dollar bill if you got a hundred dollar bill to burn
0: what kind of asshole wouldn't just do a fucking ach or walk the check into their bank sorry side note completely different episode i'm
1: not, I'm (laughs) not a smart man but i know what love is
0: Dude, I don't know what to tell
1: you. Like, you know what I dream about sometimes when I'm standing all night at the post office and somebody does something like that? I just want to say to them, I'm not answering any stupid questions today. Just one time, I want to say that to
0: them. You should.
1: I will, but it's got to be the right perfect time. It like to where they like, you know, they feel the other hand right coming like right on their forehead, you know, cuz it's no good unless they
0: No, I think feel you want I think better. you want to get a laugh. From the people in the line behind. That's true. And then you want to drop your mic and fucking walk away from the counter, dude. Did you see
1: that mic drop? Did you see that mic drop?
0: Thank you. I'll be here all week.
1: That didn't turn out. Okay. So, I mean, but, you know, there are still some ideas where, Obviously, this, this has to be addressed at some point in time. You need to have some regulatory positions developed where you're you're not just totally, because one way or another, the way that the system exists right now in relation to crypto, it, it, it lends itself to volatility for all of the things we, because it's just essentially an asset right now. There are like the the practical applications and they're growing in spite of what anything you say or you or I say, there are some things through these ledger positions and some other interesting sort of like social configuration spaces um, that are rooted in that initial idea that, that transcending the, the financial systems space. But again, like right now, it's so esoteric and it's so abstract that Like, like I, I, all I've been doing for the last four days is looking at this shit. And like, I understand it a thousand times better than I, than I do, but I still hardly feel comfortable even talking about it on here because I understand that, i I know a little bit of what I know i I know I don't know some of what I know, but I know that there's a ton that I don't know about what I don't know. you know,
0: oh dude, it's i mean especially with all of them, like I mentioned, you know that that different companies were talking about these new and terrific innovations, I didn't bother to look and see what any of those innovations were and again, i that was maybe not a good thing to do since I'm doing a podcast with you on <laughs> cryptocurrency but i just okay so i mentioned Patek Philippe right i think i think the cheapest watch you can probably buy from them is like 85 grand that's the cheapest yeah this means
1: that you get a low level bentley for that much dude
0: they're badass. When I said two hundred thousand dollars for a Patek Philippe, that's like mid range. There's some of them that are running eight fifty.
1: So you really like look at a watch and get a, a, a little bit of a wood about a watch. I mean, you're getting excited about it right now,
0: dude. They're badass fucking watches. Just the works in them. I mean, they're worth eight hundred and fifty grand or six hundred, maybe not. Them, are they
1: made by like Trolls or Fairies or something? Or
0: no, um, just the Swiss. <laughs> well sure that the Probably. <laughs> okay, so Patek Philippe. Um that means if if you can afford to buy a Patek Philippe, you're not really in our class of people. You know, okay, so you can spend your cryptocurrency at Home Depot. That's probably more our speed, but my guess is if you've got cryptocurrency and it's worth X because of the value, then you might just use your Home Depot credit card. You're not spending your fucking cryptocurrency at Home Depot. Do you, do you see the disparity that I, and I'm not talking to you.
1: Well, and they, that dude probably has the cold wallet where they've got, and nothing's touching it.
0: You need to explain that if you're going to say – because I don't think that our listeners necessarily know hot versus cold.
1: So there's (laughs) – like the people that get involved in these spaces, there's a lot of hacking and and things like that that go on. And stuff gets diverted, and sometimes it gets diverted in a – because it's the Wild West. I mean, these people are – the people that are – they're creating some of these spaces through these blockchain spaces as they go. And when they do it, uh, sometimes they're they're looking to to go and rob you motherfuckers blind, right? So there's, there's two types of wallets. There's ones that you keep connected to the internet or have connected to the internet. And, and power in general. Yeah, yes. Hot. Hot, right? And then there's the ones that you don't keep connected to at all, and they're called cold. But while we were talking about this last night, Brian made a good point. Um, unless you can actually create your computer from the ground up, and that means that you're you're controlling the components that you're bringing in to, to, to make it as well, because literally you could buy a component from, uh, you know, somebody who produces something for HP or for fucking, uh, Apple or whatever. And that component by its very nature, uh, allows for
0: somebody to peep into your shit. Yeah,
1: that's, and that's what it really comes down to. So, but, but the idea of a cold wallet is that it's, a, it's what they call air gapped. It never gets plugged into the internet and all of your information is on there, and it's so uh, secure that your your key uh, that allows you access to that wallet in the first place, you don't even keep that complete. You might keep uh, half of it complete with you, and then you would give uh, 20% of the remaining half to one friend, 20% to another friend, 20% to another friend, 20%. So so literally, you, you're breaking up uh, the ability to log on without doing... So you have your half, and then you have to go to these five different locations and put them together to make it so that you have access to that in the first place. And so, that, that's real. That's what these motherfuckers do.
0: So just real quick, to explain key, we're talking about a key code. And, and when we're talking about cybersecurity, there are really... For simplistic reasons, I'm going to say that there are two keys. There are more... Types of keys than two, but really there are symmetric keys and there are asymmetric keys. Um, and Brian used to work in cybersecurity, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> just, I just wanted to explain that because
1: what is the difference between symmetric and asymmetric?
0: <sighs> okay, so a we symmetric. Can't
1: bring it up and not say it. I mean, cold wallets, hot wallets,
0: you gotta explain it. Symmetry means. I
1: understand the concept of symmetry.
0: That you're symmetric. In
1: relation to a code, though.
0: Well, because, okay, so a symmetric key means. Let's see, what's the easiest way for me to explain this? So you give whatever provider the key, they verify it and send back an acknowledgement either denying you or letting you in mm-hmm. symmetric
1: okay
0: asymmetric is more where it's kind of like what you were talking about where neither of you have the entire key and both of you have to talk in order for the key to work
1: or multiple nodes
0: in relation to you yes yeah.
1: This is this is important to understand in relation to some of the centralized positions because when you you forget your fucking password to your fucking your your bank account, you can go to your fucking bank and gain access to it again because the bank's a central position that can allow you to do that. This is a, when you're dealing with this on, in, in crypto spaces it's decentralized in the sense that it's dependent on you to do it yourself and for you to create the network around you that allows you to reinforce your position in in a in a safe way. So it it's you and the community that you connect yourself at large to at large with rather. And this is I mean if you want to talk about the withering away of the state, you know, these are the spaces where you quit thinking about it in the way that the idiots who fucking talked about Marx thought about it, and you think about it in a way to where the state is not something that exists outside of you. You are the state itself. And I don't mean that in the way that the Soviets would have sort of like presented it, or the way that the Chinese effectively present it right now. I mean that in the sense that the state as an act, actor, in a representative sense outside of yourself, is no longer uh, something that's out there. It's all, it's, it, it's, it's all everywhere, but that's because it's our community that we're constructing that, that is the state itself, which means that it's no longer a state per se. It's just
0: a state of mind,
1: well, No, a Even state it's of real. intention. Constitute, it's constituted through what we do with each other, but again, not representatives. It's us.
0: Right. Um, I, just real quick, I would like to also say, and this doesn't, just relate to cryptocurrency, but don't write your fucking passwords down. Ever. Don't use the same fucking password on every site. Ever. You know, change it up. And as far as I'm concerned, don't use some bullshit like a Google wallet or anything like that. Um, hackers are hackers and they're pretty fucking good at their jobs. um, so if you don't want your shit to get ripped off, regardless of whether it's your identity, all the money in your fucking bank account or your cryptocurrency, then, and, and use a more complicated password than, you know, your kid's name and what year they were born. Just an idea.
1: Back to, uh,
0: Blockchain
1: and uh, cryptocurrency and whatnot. <laughs> you want to hear
0: a fun a fun fact?
1: Fun fact. Uh, Vitalik Buterin was born uh, on January 31st, 1994. He was born on my 18th birthday.
0: That is a fun fact.
1: Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Motherfucker, you got my birthday. I don't have a 259 IQ, though.
0: Nor can you slice cheese with your laser eyes.
1: Just because I don't let you see it happen doesn't mean it doesn't.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: I give Cuddles haircuts with my laser eyes. That's how he actually got uh, blind. uh, (laughs) Unneutered.
0: Sorry, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So there's another point about cryptocurrency that really makes me fucking nervous. And this is a key component. So, everybody thinks, oh, well, all I got to do is go to the broker and buy it. Yes, that is true. You can go to a cryptocurrency brokerage and buy cryptocurrency. But, how did it get to the brokerage to begin with? So, I'm not saying everyone does this. Well, everyone mines cryptocurrency. So, You know, some fucking lonely dork in the basement, has nothing better to do, got tired of playing World of Warcraft and whatever other stupid fucking games are out there. The last episode that I just listened to, they were talking
1: about fucking, with the blockchain socialists, they were talking about World of Warcraft for like 15 minutes. (laughs) That's not (laughs)
0: but it's dead on.
1: (laughs) Carry on, my good man. So...
0: (laughs) So they get bored with their game and they decide to start mining on cryptocurrency. Um, well, if you use one PC, depending on, you know, how much power you've got with regard to, to resources, I'm talking about, you know, processor speed and memory, things like that. You know, you can mine currency slowly. But there's a virus out there called a crypto miner. And these people or groups send out these viruses and essentially slave not only servers. I mean, servers would be best because they've got more computing power than a PC. But most corporations have way more security than somebody at at the house. So they send out these crypto miners and they start slaving telephones and PCs. Anything that connects to the internet. At your house. And the more systems they slave, the more they can mine and the faster they can mine them. So... That could end up being a point of volatility somewhere down the road because... Why volatility? volatility? Because a crypto miner could just pull a whole shitload of cryptocurrency and fucking sell it all to one brokerage at once, which means essentially... If we're comparing dollars You're to cryptos, me they're going to
1: flood the fucking the environment and fucking bust the fucking value of the of the uh, cryptocurrency.
0: Are you telling me it couldn't happen? I'm telling
1: you that if a person's fucking spending all that time and all that energy mining it, they're going to want to keep the value at, at, at a level to where they're making the most out of there. Now, unless they're like uh, why, if it was anonymous, unless they're like Cobra from uh, GI Joe or anonymous. But, I mean, this is one of those things where, like, anonymous, like, that that's a very reactionary thing. I mean, you'd have to, like, to be effective, it's, it'd be one thing to break the value of the currency itself. But if you're going to do it, like, from an anonymous perspective, from a fight club perspective, perspective which is what you're positing right there, correct? Don't shake your head. Say it into the fucking microphone, motherfucker.
0: Yes, motherfucker, yes. Okay,
1: so they they need to break the whole system. And I, I don't think I just don't see that. I mean,
0: this. The, what if like, what if they had a problem with dude with the two hundred and fifty nine IQ?
1: My concern. So they're trying to just break his. No, the I, value of his. You, in that instance, you're asking the question because you, they're you, he, they're just trying to destroy his his one specific. Just
0: Ethereum. Yeah. Or just Bitcoin, okay. or any of them.
1: I, I I get that. I mean, ultimately, my bigger concern in relation to you suggesting that is is the fact that uh, you're you're saying something about our computers and the fact that there is. Like people have fantasies about how your your uh, life is private, but there is no privacy. People can go and pull whatever the fuck they want off your computers. They can use your computers for whatever that they want to. The slaving concept. I remember when I was writing my thesis, uh, they would take and they'd use slave computers to, uh, so they'd send out a, a threat. So they say they odds maker, right? They'd say uh, if you don't fucking send us. Sixty thousand dollars to this 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 account, yeah, yeah. By such and such a time, then we're gonna crash your server on Super Bowl Sunday. And and, and for odds to make you got to work on. I mean, for for bet, sports books you got to be open Super Bowl. So you, that's where all your fucking money comes from. Is big, you know the 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 Sweet Sixteen and fucking you know all that shit like that. But Super Bowl Sunday is the is the granddaddy of them all, right? So like that stuff worries me more. I don't worry so much about – because ultimately uh, – and maybe I'm foolish in this sense. So that
0: isn't a slave, though.
1: They're Uh, they're completely locking your your shit up. In relation to your concern, though, these guys that are a lot smarter than me, 259, Metallic, they're going to create securities to, to defend against things like that in the long run. Are they? I I'm, I'm, I hope so. I mean, I could be wrong, but I I put my faith in him a little bit. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, dude, we've been we've been fucking around with different security measures probably since the beginning of time, right? First, we didn't have wooden doors because we lived in That's, just a hut, yeah. right?
1: And then we had the iron. Man. And then
0: the big bad wolf came and blew our fucking little hut down, and we, we decided bricks. we yeah. were going to we build a brick. Like but wants. we still just had a portal. It was just a fucking open thing. And then some asshole came in and stole our ham. So we thought, well, Do we really I'm have
1: to go step by step here. Okay. My
0: point is, is that even like with the dollar, mm-hmm. right? They've fucking counterfeited that shit, and supposedly we came up with the uncounterfeit. Uncounterfeitable? Yeah,
1: I think that works,
0: yeah. It doesn't sound right to me, but anyway.
1: We understand what it means, which is more important than anything.
0: Yet, I've heard and read that there is a super bill out there that is counterfeit, and it is perfect. (laughs) That's after all of the security measures that they changed in the $100 bill. They put the fucking stupid band in and all the holograms and all of that shit. My point is, is that any security measure you put up, someone is going to try to break it. And if they keep trying and keep trying, they're generally going to,
1: you know. People come into the post office sometimes, right? And uh, they say, do I need to pay you for this right now? Or can I go out there and just do like the tape or the box that they're going to use or the bubble wrap? And I say to them, and I say this publicly, I say it loud a lot, right? I'm like, I'm like, you can pay for it all at the same time. I said, we, we have to be able to trust you still some. I said, to be honest with you, and I say it just like this. I say, if we can't trust you to bring that tape back in here when you're done, I might as well just slip my wrist in a warm tub and get it over with right now. So, I mean, the fact of the matter is is that I don't believe in teleology in the sense that like we're, we're progressing towards something, but I do believe that we can make choices socially that are not so cynical, that allow us to remember that things like a public existence, things like us having spaces where we can trust one another, you know, like we have to be working towards something like that.
0: But you, you do understand, like, okay, so I know about this much. And when I say this much, I'm holding my fingers up and it's maybe an <laughs> inch and a half. That was a,
1: like a pronoun antecedent.
0: Thing. I have I have yeah. this much programming knowledge. Yes. So I can program maybe a fucking a calculator. Yes, right. But anyone can go onto the dark web and buy a fucking virus for as little as 25 bucks. Okay. Okay. And that goes for ransomware that'll lock your shit up. That goes for ransomware that'll probably break a corporation. That goes for crypto miners. Whatever the fuck you want. It's not just drugs and hookers on the dark web. It's some real nasty shit. It's big fucking Gatling guns. It's explosives. It's horrible, horrible shit.
1: But I have to believe that we can keep working to that point where it's just drugs and hookers.
0: See, I would prefer to keep working to a point to where you didn't have to go to the dark <laughs> web for drugs or hookers. I, uh, we've talked about that in previous episodes. We've talked about that. Yeah. Yes, yes the, we have. The deuce, dude. The deuce.
1: And uh, decriminalization. of, of uh, Not just decriminalization. Legalization. We want legalization. We, we got that distinction
0: down. So so I, I didn't mean to, like, scare anybody with my fucking Senticism. shit about crypto mining and, and ransomware and, and viruses in general. But they fucking exist.
1: Well, you're right. We're not there yet. And I don't want to seem <laughs> naive either. I don't want to, you know, we're not there yet. But we, we have to.
0: Well, no, and and I'm all for continuing to try. My point is, is that that's an area where these guys are still vulnerable.
1: Not just vulnerable, they're actually, I mean, like you're saying, and especially because, like I said, if there's one thing that I learned, that's, I don't know, shit. And unless you really understand how these things are functioning, you're going to be vulnerable.
0: And I... You could you could be entirely right, maybe, because I mean, most ransomware guys, they're out for money. There are people that are just vindictive, and they're putting different viruses on your computer to just slow it down, just to fuck it up, and there's no money involved. Um, those are the kind of people I'm talking about, where they're just... Doing it. It's like the Eli Lilly thing that we talked about, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, that person that was fucking- crashed the fucking stock like crazy. That was kind of funny. <laughs> That's funny to you, but flooding the fucking market with crypto coin well, bothers you. For a
1: second, like the possibility of having free um uh, insulin was like brought to the fucking reality of, 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 of humans. Um, no. And, and I mean like the, the Sam Bankman Fried thing, um, with regards to what they did, like, so it's funny, like, uh, like not funny in a ha ha way, funny in a,
0: You're funny are a dumb a, cocksucker, if, 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 if if ripping I, if off if old were, people way.
1: Yeah. If I were the person that was exacting fucking, uh, justice in these moments, It'd be some, we'd start with drawing in court and I'm going to tie one to his cock too and rip it off at the same fucking time. What they, so he's sitting there and, uh, he's, he's having an interview with this person that does uh weird interviews on, he was talking, it was, it was it's, it's a crypto cryptocurrency journalist, right? And, uh, this, uh, lady asked him a question about, uh, cause for some reason this guy was putting all kinds of financial donations into, uh. Like Republicans here, Republicans. I mean, uh, Democrats here, Democrats there. She asked him, "She was it just Democrats that you're putting money into?" He says, "No, no. I was. He's, I was putting equal money into both sides." He said, "But I had to do it through dark, dark money to the to the Republicans because for some reason, when I'm trying to be all woke and shit, like if if they find out that I'm sending money to these Republicans, then you know they think that I'm a mustache-twisting, you know." motherfucker which i am he straight up said that you know which i am but i don't want to i have a public image that i'm trying to maintain you know like this guy was like i don't know if i say he's the epitome of evil i mean i think the guy that was flying fucking bill clinton and fucking donald trump down to that island having them get fucking massages from 13 year old girls and then get blowjobs from them afterwards That guy, the one that ended up dying in that cell in New York, uh, where they said he'd killed himself, but obviously he had fucking gotten uh, up. You don't know who I'm talking about? No. Um, They had all kinds of guys. Somebody out here knows who I'm talking about. Uh, He had all these ties. He had a a, a house down in the Bahamas or something like that, and he'd bring all these guys down there. Kevin Spacey, all kinds of weird motherfuckers. Uh, Alan Dershowitz um all these high-level fuck a lot of them were high-level democrats but like trump was on his plane like 17 fucking times i can see his face in my head
0: i can see trump getting a fucking blowjob from a 13 year old that's
1: got to be a horrible sight you should get that out of your head right now so um (laughs) him and his fucking girlfriend they were and she she's in jail but he's dead now um I can't remember what that the the only
0: rich asshole I can think of that's... has he died in the past yeah, couple the last of years. Year.
1: It was the last year he was in a he was in a jail in uh, New York, and then the fucking cameras got turned off. It was so conspiracy theory, and everybody was saying like I'd be listening to fucking uh, Joe Rogan, and he, they'd be like, you know, what's the over under for the day that they uh, that they kill this guy? You know, because he had he knew where all the fucking bodies were buried. I mean, all of them. They'd all be down there and. Uh, he got he had he, he'd gotten charged with uh, underage fucking solicitation more times than you could even fucking count. He had all kinds of he, he was a um, they called it. He said he was a hedge fund guy, but he was he was nothing. I mean, this guy was a guy who had relationships to the CIA uh, and was, again, like he, he he'd do favors for this one and for that one. And uh, like all of their. Their bad fucking, you know, sex activities were. His and, the, and his girlfriend—I can't. Remember, she's a brunette. She's fucking. Uh, she's in jail now. She got charged with everything and 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 got uh, put. I'm surprised they didn't kill her too, though. So I just cannot fucking remember his name, dude. Hmm. Talk about something for a minute, and I'll figure it out. Talk about
0: crypto. I don't know what the fuck to talk about anymore. I mean, look. Regardless of whether or not you believe us, I, I highly recommend you do some research on crypto if you think you've got a little bit of money to invest, or, well, a lot of money, depending on which coin you you invest in. Um, Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, Epstein. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah he, he should have gotten fucking killed a lot slower than he was killed. But regardless of of what you think about what we said, you know, do some of your own research and and figure it out for yourself. And again, quit writing your fucking passwords down and using easy passwords. And if you do write it down, keep it somewhere safe that nobody can fucking find it. Don't put it on a sticky note underneath your computer. Or in your phone. Right. In your notes
1: or on a text message. (laughs) But, you know, one thing is for certain, like, as complicated as this crypto stuff is, um, it's not going anywhere. It's going to be here for a little while. You're going to want to understand it. And I think that on some level, uh, it can help you understand other, you know, other concepts like assets, like money, like, and you you don't understand these things because they're a lot more complicated than you think they are. So uh, crypto is going to help us find a way back to. Reverse an abstract exchange value into a, a use value at some point in time. It'll be a new synthesis to where, uh, uh, you know, we can plot the way to the communist future that I'm hoping for. <laughs> so. I'm twisting my mustache now.
0: <laughs> see, that makes it sound like communists are evil, dude.
1: Well, V. I. Lenin had a big mustache, Stalin had a really big mustache.
0: Okay, I apologize. Oh, no, this is on a different website. Mal didn't have any moustaches. We're, we're coming up on an hour, but just real quick, I wanted to just let you know about the Patek Philippe shit, because...
1: What is it with you and these fucking watches, dude? I don't
0: know, dude. I, I've got a problem. Um... No, never mind. They don't have prices listed. Which, if you've got to ask for it, you can't fucking afford it anyway. That's
1: that is a yes. That is a Bentley rule to be sure. Patek Philippe. Is it French? Is it Swiss? It's got to
0: be Swiss. It, it is Swiss. That's yeah. why I said Swiss people. Yeah. They're badass watches, anyway. Um. All right. Well, we're we're over an hour now. Um. So what are we talking about on Wednesday? So I think Wednesday we're doing martial arts movies. Oh. How did that go again? Well, um, it's kind of a and, uh, what, what? Friday? I thought porn, dude. Oh, that's right. Nothing, nothing better than porn. No, nope. we're going to talk
1: about that. We're not going to show any pictures.
0: No, no pictures.
1: But, uh, as long as Elon Musk doesn't fuck anything up too much over the course of the next week, you can go to, uh, a Twitter and see all kinds of stuff on porn or on Google for that matter, or anywhere else. Instagram probably has some porn on it too. Is there porn on in Instagram?
0: I don't know. I don't use social media, dude.
1: I like the fact that you don't say, <laughs> I don't look at porn. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: That's honesty, folks. Um,
0: all right, people. See Wednesday for martial arts. It would have been better if it could have been martial arts Wednesday or Monday, but what the really fuck did we nomination? call it? Yeah, fuck it. Wednesday, martial <laughs> arts movies. Waha Wednesday. Waha Wednesday. Um, all right. Well, get off the fucking bus. We're already running late. Seven two oh three
1: three four
0: roll. Short bus debate club at yahoo dot com. See you later.
1: Later.